Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning and welcome to Inside High School Sports. I'm your host, Tony Caligiri, along with Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics, Roger Weiss, Derek Wangler from the Niagara Gazette, and we are joined in studio by Kevin Lester, outgoing AD, Williamsville South. We have a lot of memories to talk to Kevin about. You talk about somebody entrenched in baseball uh, legacy in Western New York, and that is Kevin, so we're going to get to him in a little bit. Morning, guys. Morning, y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Morning, buddy. Well, as you guys know, school is over for the year, and that could only mean one thing on Inside High School Sports. Uh, Mr. Nate, would you please cue Mr. Cooper? School's out. This was a tradition growing up. Last day of school, go home, crank up the radio, and sure enough, Alice Cooper would be rocking it out to school's out.
Yeah, out completely. Congratulations to the class of 2017. Go ahead, Roger. <laughs> no, 2017. I've been doing this since the class of 2006. Yeah, and I've been doing Ironically, it. Ironically, 2006, Michelle Friday, amongst others, uh, Will South. Long, boy. It's Kevin, been a long you're time. a long way from Schiller Park, I'm telling you right <laughs> now. A long walk without a stagecoach. All right, guys, <laughs> let's get into news and notes. Uh, congratulations. I guess it's a congratulations. Our buddy Dan Kaplan is headed back to Cheektowaga. So he had uh, one long stint there at Alden. Now he's back at Cheektowaga. I saw him post that yesterday. I could be real nasty and say, boy, that's an upgrade for Cheektowaga and Wall and Alden. But I won't. <laughs> but I won't. I'm glad that you didn't. Uh, let's see. Uh, Registration, I told you guys about this last week. Registration is open for Niagara Falls Junior Football Club. Go to nfjfc.com. Uh, if you want to play for me and my team, the Cobras, they'd love to have you there. You don't have to be a resident of Niagara Falls. Get online, register now. Also looking for cheerleaders. So please, uh, if you're interested in cheerleading, uh, check us out there. Also, the Niagara Erie Youth Sports Association, otherwise known as NASA, is having their fourth annual Youth Football Symposium and Parents and Players Clinic. This is what got my son hooked on football. Uh, he came to me last year, I want to say in early June. He had been playing pickup football at school and said, Dad, I'm, I'm, I would like to play Little League football with my friends. Well, it just so happened that I was given a heads up uh, about this uh, symposium, and it was being held in our backyard at uh, in Niagara Falls behind LaSalle Middle School. I took Nick there. He participated in the drills, uh, met Ray Turpin, met uh, Bill Cassell, president of Niagara Falls Junior Football Club, and Nick said, Dad, I want to do this. So sign him up right there on the spot. Uh, so this this is really, if you have a child that's on the edge, or you as a parent, you're not quite sure whether you want your kid involved in Little League football, this is a great time and place to get questions answered and little learn a little bit more. Uh, Rob Curran and Chad Bartosik will be uh, speakers. Aaron Hill, USA Football East Regional Manager, he will be on hand. It is July 20th. 6 p.m., North Tonawanda Athletic Association Field. That's 1241 Strad Avenue in North Tonawanda. Admission is free. If you go to, and it's all one word, Niagara Erie Youth Sports WordPress.com. Niagara Erie Youth Sports WordPress. Dot com for more information. We'd love to see you at the symposium. You're pointing at him. He's pointing at me. I better get moving here. Okay, there's a few announcements, some camps out there I wanted to get to and announce uh, quickly here. The Amherst Tigers Boys and Girls Basketball Camp uh, starts July 17th through the 21st. It's right at the Amherst High School for girls and boys entering grades 4 through 9. 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 noon. It's going to be 75 bucks. Includes a camp T-shirt, registration. Uh, all that stuff is on our Facebook page, amherstschools.org. You can visit them online to sign up. Uh, Maryvale Youth Wrestling is looking for some coaches. I know there's an announcement on our Facebook page. Just scroll down to that announcement there and figure out how to get involved with Mary, Maryvale Youth Wrestling. 
Uh, Scott Martin, we have Kevin Lester in AD. He is now the AD at Sweet Home. Congrats to him. We believe he's still going to be the boys soccer coach. Right. Um, 2017 Hot Shots Lacrosse Camp. Uh, Janet Battaglia, her number, 866-6144. Give them a shout-out. They are also July 17th through the 20th at Amherst High School. That's going to be a busy campus in July. So all you young uh, up-and-coming lacrosse players, uh, sign up with Janet. She's been going. She's been doing this for years, ages four all the way up through seventeen. Cousin Janet doing it well. Yep. And I saw <coughs> that's Coach Mem in her promo. <laughs> Coach Mamalotti from Will North. That's his. He's in the photo. Cool. He gets every. He gets he's all over the place. All right. This is for Mallory, my buddy James Mallory. He's been a guest on our show tomorrow, two to five. Free hot dogs. I I'm in. Free food and oh. beverages for his uh, his club UAS the Blaze. Come out and support Mallory's Club. It's at uh, Buffalo Vets Field, 137 Manhattan Avenue in Buffalo. Go check it out, guys. Lost supplies last 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. What time are you guys getting there? Because 1.30. (laughs) (laughs) James does phenomenal work uh, for young uh, football players coming up. Uh, It's tremendous the amount of effort he puts in, and it all comes from the heart. Uh, I've gotten to know James pretty well and uh, consider him a good friend, and I hope people get out there and support it. He's Uh, also the nephew of Mel Montgomery, Kensington High School, class of 1971. I won't hold that against him. Just Just a couple more here. Uh, real fast. I'll get through them. Cardinal O'Hara Football Clinic, boys yes. 7th, 8th, and ninth grade. Going to be at the high school Monday, June 26th, at 27th, 28th, and 29th, 10.30 to 1 p.m. Uh, registration, you can uh, go right to O'Hara to register, or uh, 263 Claremont Avenue. You can send a form. It's on our Facebook page as well. Uh, you can call Monsignor Leo McCarthy uh, at 834-4282, extension 404. Ken West Softball Camp kicks off this Week, Monday through Wednesday, walk-ins welcome. That's at Lincoln Park. I'm not exactly sure what time it starts, but it will be on our Facebook later. If I know uh, Coach Shimura and Catalano, it probably starts at 5 a.m. But I'm, <laughs> it's, if they had their had it their way, and their field's coming along nicely out at Kenmore West. i got to right. tell you, the dugouts are in. It's a beautiful. Last but not least, i got to give a shout-out to all the riders today doing the uh, race for Roswell. Uh, Danny Hannon, the Maritime Charter AD, and one of my baseball coaches. He's at West coaching basketball. He's at NT doing baseball. He's everywhere. He's he's out there riding today. And, of course, my sister. She is a nurse at Roswell. Her and her gang from 7 West are uh, doing the ride today. So congratulations to all them. Outstanding. And it's a great day for it. Not too hot, but still, hopefully they, they started hydrating themselves last night. And, uh, you know, and, and by the way, if you're in your car, be patient. Uh, it may, you know, back you up a little bit, but be patient. This is for a worthy cause. Yeah, before I get to my notes, quick question. <laughs> is it perhaps because of Kevin retiring and uh, Coach Fowler retiring? Uh, is it common knowledge that Chris DeMarco is retiring? Uh, boy, that one, I wasn't ready for that one. I uh, saw on the Facebook page about the new AD at Sweet Home. Yeah, yes, it is common knowledge. Uh, the Chris DeMarco, the longtime athletic director at Sweet Home, is retiring, and I I do want to give a, a shout-out to him and say what a great job he's done over the years. He's had great programs there, and Chris and I are great friends, and uh, we talked a little bit last week at a meeting, and uh, we are hope to go on to big and better things. Do you know he's a Niagara Falls guy? No, I did not. Yeah? Uh, I just know between Chris and John Fowler, the red carpet is always rolled out when yes. I show up, and uh, I guess Mike Falk's my uh, key guy now at Sweet Home, huh? 
Well, Scott Martin will be also. Okay. Scott's going to do a great job there. And, yes, he is going to continue coaching soccer. We still know Brian Koziel, so we're we're good. We still have the in at, uh, at Sweet Home. Okay. All right. now we. Have, oh, you want to get to that before we get to this big bombshell? Yeah. Uh, we have a big bombshell, Talking about camps, Hilbert College camps are coming up starting this week, depending on your sport and all that. Uh, boys basketball tomorrow through Thursday the 29th. Uh, and yes, walk-ins are welcome if you're a last last minute person interested. The other boys b-ball camp will be uh, Sunday, July 9th through the 13th. Girls lacrosse camp Monday, July 10th through Wednesday the 12th. Girls basketball for third and 12th graders will be Sunday, July 16th through the Thursday the 20th, and then they will have an elite girls camp Sunday the 30th through August the 3rd. Those interested in the boys, you can contact uh, Rob D. Grand Prix at R-D-E-G-R-A-N-D-P-R-E at Hilbert.edu or 926-8803. By the way, these will also be on our WGR Facebook page. Girls can contact Melissa Graham, lacrosse coach and basketball coach for girls at Hilbert. M. Graham, that's M-G-R-A-H-A-M at Hilbert.edu or call 926-8775. On my uh, weekly complaint and all that, I want to say congratulations to Maddie Pizzino from uh, Grand Island High School. She has been named the Gatorade Girls Hockey Player of the Year for New York State. Soccer. Soccer. What did I say? Hockey. Hockey. <clears throat> Excuse me. They, sp- they both score goals. It's okay. And it's also a great time to uh, to remind everybody that she has the third most goals in her career in the nation. <laughs> third most Man. over a career. Third most in the nation, 250. Wow. Love, I love that stat. It's, it just it blows my mind every sure. single time I think about it. Third most goals in the nation. Sorry, go ahead. And my biggest, what I said, biggest beef and all that. How is Maddie Pizzino not the prep talk player of the year for girls soccer? Uh, we're not talking now apples and oranges. The two finalists would have been Maddie Pizzino and Michelle Burzon from Will East. They played head to head in the final Class A state championship game. Maddie outscored Mich- Melissa and also Grand Island won. So that's my complaint for the week. And. Finally, and this is, Tony's going to get all emotional on this one. Uh, We regret the passing of Joseph F. Martucci Sr., Burgard High School, class of 1951. I believe their nickname is the Bulldogs. Uh, Three-sport athlete, football, basketball, and baseball. Listen to this, and Kevin, you'll love this. He has uh, pitching records in Muni baseball that still stand. 24 strikeouts in a 19 and a nine inning game, 30 strikeouts in a 12 inning game. Whoa. He was ready to go for a tryout, but I guess a few days earlier he pitched a doubleheader or something and uh, threw out his arm. And so, needless to say, that kind of put the kiboshes on his professional uh, tryout. And this is the part you're going to love, Tony. His father operated a pizzeria downtown and then eventually moved over to Walden. And Bailey Martucci's, I'm sure Kevin would be familiar with with that one. Uh, And his father, listen to this, Anthony, 
one of the original pizza chefs in the social club that gave the bocce club its name. Wow. Look at the tears running down Tony's cheek, Frank. That's Do you history. believe that? That's so serious that's, uh, history right my, there. Uh, Tony favorite tidbit for the week. And finally, better late than never. Hope all your fathers had a happy Father's Day last Sunday. We were kind of... I forgot to mention it. And uh, Aaron, if you're listening, a belated happy birthday. I know we promised you on Friday night we'd wish you a happy birthday. Uh, Aaron Hufford, St. Mary's. Happy birthday. Senior Martin Player of the Year. Belated happy 18th birthday. All right, this is, uh, you know, I don't like getting into rumors and things like that. I like everything to be concrete, finalized, but this is too big of a story uh, not to at least talk about a little bit. I guess it started uh, yesterday, from my understanding, on Twitter, and somebody was tweeting about uh, uh, basically a boom going off at Bishop Tymon where accusations of... uh, uh, I don't know, grade tampering or whatever, uh, test scores being fudged. I don't know what the, the we'll find out the uh, whole story soon enough. But the the rumor has been that uh, Timon that Charlie Comerford is out at Bishop Timon as well as what the basketball coach was that Jeremy and uh, the yeah. principal is out as well. The rumor is that football and basketball will not, they won't have either this year. I don't know if it's a permanent thing or it's just taking a year off to rebuild the program. I don't know what it is, but this is something that's going to be coming up. If this is all true, again, this is uh, was the buzz, as they say, last night on Twitter. The rumor is that the programs won't play next year. What can be confirmed is the principal was fired. And Charlie Comerford resigned as head coach, as the football team and the athletic director. That wow. can be confirmed. That's huge. I mean, my, like Monsignor Martin needs this like they need a hole in the head. Timon is a staple. It's a staple in Monsignor Martin. Um, you know, they, they've had their issues on the field with fights and things of that nature that you could say was their fault or someone else's fault, whatever. But Timon's a staple in Monsignor Martin. Uh, when you think about rivalries, uh, Timon's at the middle of almost every one of them, especially with St. Francis and Canisius and Joe's. The league can't afford to get any smaller. They can't, and it's a, it would be a huge loss for them to drop that program. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but if they have to maybe get maybe walk away from it for a year to kind of iron things out, whatever's going on beneath the surface. And refocus and, yeah. and just turn things around, I can understand that. Um, yeah, if this is true, it's very disappointing because I've known Charlie ever since he was an athlete at time, and and he's just been a great man, and uh, he's done a great job coaching, and, and they've had great programs. Mel Polano, who I was co- was uh, coaching uh, several sports at time, and when I was at Bishop Turner, was just one of the most respected gentlemen in Western New York, and uh, he, you know, Timon is when I think of Timon, I think of Mel Polano, and I'd be very disappointed. If this information is true, because uh, like you say, uh, Frank, Timon is a staple, and they've just been a great program forever. And our in our brief stint together uh, in Muni baseball, we actually played uh, against uh, Dave Camerford, Charlie Zed. Yeah, you have yeah. you have one of the best quarterbacks in Western New York right now, and Matt Myers, and yeah. you'll be commit. If they drop that program for a year, what does he do? That was my next question. What about the seniors this year? Uh, I they can be in my senior senior Martin, as a rule, they do not accept senior transfers. Now, again, 
having said that, this is from, and I won't use the R word, but someone who decides to transfer from a public school to a Catholic school, Monsignor Martin will prohibit it if you're going into your senior year. But Well, have, the fact that there may not be a program, these athletes might <laughs> be able to enroll at uh, one of the other schools in the city, and I believe that uh, Pete Snyder, being the athletic director now, may look at the situation that these poor these young men don't have an uh, you know, uh, venue you mean, to play. You mean league president. Executive league pre- director. Yeah. And athletic director uh, for the diocese. And uh, I would guess, the, why would you prevent kids from participating yeah. if it's not their fault? Well, they could always do like what Niagara Catholic does. If you go, if you're a student at Niagara Catholic and you want to play football, they have an agreement with Nichols right. and the kids go there to play. So maybe well, the, they could work the whole out idea something is to like give that. Kids an opportunity. Exactly. There's you know. a lot of yeah, speculation. I don't think they would take opportunities. You know, you know whether they away. would go to St. Francis. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but you're talking. You know, in other years, a lot of this happened. But you're literally talking probably the preseason favorite for the Connolly Cup. Absolutely, he was a finalist last year. Exactly, and. Uh, Boy, anybody saw this guy play. I mean, the Coach Robbins and Coach Smith, are they knocking on his door right now? And you know, Whatever's going on. They're bringing him breakfast. Right, right, <laughs> God love Matt Myers. He gave up his, uh, a hockey season last year. He didn't play hockey last year because he wanted to continue to play focus on football. Yeah. Well, this is something we will be keeping our eyes and ears on, obviously, and uh, hopefully everything works out for time. And, and the Monsignor Martin, as I said, is a league they can't afford to get any smaller. Uh, we'll be down to five teams. You know, For the large schools, you basically have three of them battling it out. And pu- you know, and how, how do you have a playoff? How do you, you know? And they can't get games to public schools. Right? No. They're not playing them anymore. It's uh, it's a rough time. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get into some baseball talk with Kevin Lester, talk about his career at Williamsville South. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri along with Frank Wolf from Western New York Athletics, Roger Weiss, Derek Wangler from the Niagara Gazette and Kevin Lester, outgoing athletic director, Williamsville South. We're going to get into some baseball talk, but before we do, happy birthday to our good friend, Carl Curris, from the Trench Trophy Committee. 29, right, Raj? He's 29 now? Oh, come on, Anthony. Don't lie about his age. He's 37. 37? Why would you lie about his age? I get those numbers mixed up some way. I don't know. And, uh, Frank, uh, you have a shout-out to a good friend of ours as well. Yeah, Tommy... uh Tom Prince, not the former baseball player, but Tom Prince, uh, he's been a guest on our show, WGRZ. He does the Inside High School Sports uh, Baseball Edition over there. He was hung up uh, late last week, um, kept overnight, I believe at Mercy. I'll double-check, but he's home. He's resting. I think he even went into work on Friday. I would have taken the day off, but uh, I think uh, he's he's back on the mend, and I want to give him a shout-out. We're thinking about him. He's a great guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, Our best to you, Tom. Kevin, typical kids these days, you know, comes comes back out of disability on Thursday, and he's already about thinking of taking a day off on Friday. We didn't do that years ago. He, we showed up. He grew up in that time when you kind of threw some dirt on it, wiped yourself off, a and got spit up and, and dirt. Yeah, put a bandaid on it, get back, back out there. Spit and dirt, and not necessarily in that order. <laughs> you missed those days. Yeah, you, you mentioned Tom Prince. I'd also like to give a little. Mention of uh, Rich Tomolsky, the great catcher from uh, Bishop Turner in St. Bonaventure, recently had a little setback with a heart attack, but he's doing great. Really? No yeah. kidding. Yeah, Rich, uh, great Get friend well. of Rogers and myself, and but he's doing great right now. 
While you're mentioning it, I have to ask you something, Kevin. I didn't realize till recently, your freshman year at college, you went to the University of Indiana? I did. Yeah. Did you know Bobby Knight? No, that, <laughs> no, Bob, Bobby, no Bobby Knight was at, at Ohio Bobby, State. Bobby was either at uh, Army the or Army? Fordham at that time okay. coaching. Okay. No, wasn't he? When did they? Uh, <laughs> he played for Ohio State with Jerry Lucas and uh, that was in the 1960s. I'm not that old, Roger. <laughs> oh my God, where did the years go by? Uh, Talk about disrespect. Is there any truth to the rumor that the reason you went to Indiana? Is that if you would have went to St. Bonaventure, you'd have put Tomolski on the bench as a catcher. That's exactly the reason. (laughs) Tomolski told Fred Handler, Coach, don't let this guy in. He's going to beat me up. (laughs) This is another Schiller Park uh, gentleman. Uh, Schiller, uh, excuse me, Bishop Turner, class of 1965. Rich, I wasn't uh, aware of your setback. I know you're listening. Get well soon. We need you uh, at uh, Will South come basketball season and football season. while on the subject of Turner, Bishop Turner opens up in what, 1961 or thereabouts? Yeah, about that time. Uh, I'll give you a pass for not attending Kensington because if he t- if, uh, he could take only 10 minutes to walk to Bishop Turner, and that's if he went the long way. So he went right by. If Bishop Turner happened to open, what would your have options been? i got to know this, Kev. Would Actually, Kensington been an option? You know, it's interesting because there was a, a priest from Rhine that would come to my grammar school baseball games. A Father Innocence was his name, and he actually was actively recruiting me to go to Ryan. And, and you would have been all right then with uh, the baseball coach there? Mel, no, that was, uh, oh gosh. Oh, I know. I, I, uh, I pointed to you because I'm having a I'll a think moment. of his name in a minute. Um, It'll great, come. great baseball coach. Yes. I'll think of it. But uh, timing would have been another option. Uh, Kensington, probably not at that time. Well, at Sorry, least you're a Well, you say timing, that's green and gold. He might have just gotten confused. So. Yeah, that, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, you're retiring after 40-plus years at Williamsville yeah. South. Well, first of all, I want to thank uh, Roger for giving me a call. And good seeing Frank and Tony and Derek. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you very much. And I almost wish this was on TV so people could see you rock out to uh, Alice Cooper, Tony. <laughs> I love it. I, this is one of my but, favorite uh, songs and a tradition uh, on the show. Well, I'll tell you what. It, it's just been a great career, and I've never really looked at it as a job. I looked at it as a gift. Uh, what's better than coaching and watching high school kids participate in athletics? And, I mean, you know, I'm just preaching to the choir here because that's what you guys do. It's, uh, it's been fun. I've met uh, a lot of great people, uh, great kids, uh, Know all the officials in the area. Probably yelled at a few of them now and then. Um, And I've had, as an athletic director, uh, well, as a coach, I've had some great mentors. But as an athletic director, I've had some great coaches at Williamsville South and great kids. And it's it's just been a a fun fun time and a great career. I'm going to miss it. It's been very emotional the last uh, few months when the decision was made. And... uh, it's it's I'm gonna miss it. Is it tough to, for you to pick out a memory or two that you think will stick? I mean, I'm sure you have lots of memories that are gonna stick with you, but any that stick out above the rest from anything that uh, during your career. Well, as far as watching some of the athletes, uh, watching David Nylon perform in football and baseball and basketball as a high school student. David is a uh, uh, coach at Penn State Baron right now in basketball. He coached with John Beeline over the years. 
Um, watching, obviously, Phil Stasiak, Joe Licata. Yeah, they were That fun. was outstanding. Jimmy Dombrowski was a number one pick by New Orleans Saints at one time. Uh, Matt Winters, the number one pick by the New York Yankees. But probably the most fun I had is uh, was watching my three sons participate at Williamsville South, uh, Kevin, Michael, and Patrick. They all had uh, uh, great careers in football, baseball, and basketball, and um, those were great. But, you know, watching, you know, someone asked me recently what's changed since, since I started coaching and teaching back in 1971, and I will say girl sports. Um, I was just going to say been outstanding. Yeah, I mean, watching the uh, female athletes at Williamsville South, it amazes me. We've won state championships in softball with the great Jerry Gettner as our coach. We've had uh, Michelle Friday. Michelle, oh, oh, my God. Some Chelsea, of the athletes. Chelsea Plimpton. Chelsea Plimpton. Those are the two yeah. I was waiting for you to We've mention. We've had just great athletes uh, in sports. And, and we recently we won uh, state championship in girls basketball. Uh, Kristen Dolan is our coach. Uh, Tom Sproul was our coach in uh, in volleyball. And just if I if if I've had to watch if I had to talk about things that have changed the most, it, I would say it's the female athletes. It's, yeah, uh, it's been Title Nine. Yeah, we're right in the nine. middle of it. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it's uh, it's been fun to watch, and I'm amazed every game when I see. The athleticism of these young ladies, and now I mean, you're leaving it at the time when a brand new field is being installed. And you if know, you go to our Facebook page, uh, Harry Skull uh, posted some really cool pictures. Yeah. The end zone looks gorgeous. Yeah, Harry stopped over the yesterday. I like it. Harry stopped over yesterday for some pictures, and uh, one of the biggest problems I'm having is leaving at this time because uh, Keith Boardman, our principal, and myself have been uh, at every meeting. Picking and choosing colors and picking what we want on the field and and it's uh, it's kind of bittersweet. I hope to be around to be part of it and uh, it's I I've probably been to fifty high school stadiums in New York State between here Rochester Syracuse Binghamton and from what I've seen so far I believe it's going to be the nicest high school stadium in New York State. Wow, replacing that press box that oh my we God. did uh, you know I. One of the memories I have, and Brian Koziel, if you're listening, uh, his son was born while we were uh, prepping. I think Pat Malacaro was filling in for Brian. We were getting ready to do uh, – no, it wasn't a a playoff game. It was a regular season game because it was uh, early October. And uh, we're sitting and we made the announcement that Brian was a dad uh, during the game. But sitting down with you inside the press box and having a conversation about baseball and, and just, you know, some of the stories of the past, absolutely fascinating. I didn't want to do the game that night. I just wanted to hang out and talk, uh, you know, continue our conversation because it was so cool with, uh, you know, your knowledge and your history with baseball. Well, hey, Kevin, speaking of that, uh, you had. Uh, Back in the day, the early days, uh, when Will East and Will North were infants, I mean, I remember, I don't know if you started there, was it just Williamsville High School when you started there? No, when I started there, uh, Williamsville, actually Williamsville North opened in 1968, and I started at uh, Williamsville South and North in 1971. There was no Williamsville East. Williamsville East opened in 1975. Now, what happens in 1975 when you're trying to sketch? And when bearing in mind that I think at the time neither North or East had a football field. No, for many years North and East did not have a football field. So now you got sometimes <clears throat> schedule three football yeah, games on would, a weekend. Yeah, we would do that. We'd play a Friday night 
a Saturday afternoon and a Saturday night. Wow. Because I remember when I, many years ago, when there was just, there was no West Seneca East and West, and there was no Williamsville East or North. It was just Williamsville and West yeah. Seneca. And I went to a Friday night game when West Seneca played at Will, Williamsville. Wow, that was an event. It, it really blew was. My mind is yeah. I'm talking to Kevin before the program that he remembers my older cousins who went to uh, Williamsville South, Eugene B. Bout. Yep. And I was like, wow, I can't believe you were there that I'll long. I'll tell you, I've had, uh, <clears throat> for some reason, I remember just about every young man and young woman that I've coached and taught. That's uh, remarkable. Yeah, it's it's been great. And I'm uh, fortunate to have had this job and... Uh, I hope I've given given back a little bit. Oh, I think you have. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk with Kevin a little bit about the movie The Natural and what Kevin had uh, his hand in, and we'll get to uh, that. On the other side of the break, you're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports. Brian Cozio stuck his head in. <laughs> to, uh, he heard us talk about the memory of the night uh, Jack was born while we were doing the game at Kevin Lester Field. Is that what it's going to be called now? Um, actually, it will be. And uh, I found that out last week. Uh, my principal, uh, Keith Boardman, and, and Chris Muchik, our district athletic director, took, a, took me out to the field and showed me a picture of the scoreboard on his phone. I said... I see it every day, the new scoreboard. And he says, well, look what it's going to say. And at the bottom it said, Kevin Lester Field. And I oh, I looked at him and I, and I says, no, that we can't do that. Uh, that's that's too much. And he said, no, we're going to do it. And I actually said we need to name it after Dr. Russin, a uh, longtime athletic director who passed away. And he said, no, Williamsville East will be named after that. And at that point I, I, I just felt very humble and proud and a little confused because uh williamsville never names buildings yeah i mean what do you say after anybody (laughs) you know and i thanked them and uh i was kind of in a daze for like the next two days i was kind of confused about it tony when it come down to it i just found out today i just assumed because he was a player and is a coach there now it was after kevin lester jr i stand corrected (laughs) (laughs) well you're here to learn roger and we spoke before the break about the movie The Natural, and you had a big hand in this. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, it was the spring of 1983. My good friend Duke McGuire, who was assistant general manager for the Buffalo Bisons, uh, called me and he said, hey, I'm going to need your help. Uh, this company's going to come to town and do a baseball movie, and they're going to do it at the Rockpile War Memorial Stadium. He says, what do you need for me? And he says, well, <clears throat> first of all, I need you to contact some of the guys who might be able to play in the movie because at that time I was scouting for the Pittsburgh Pirates and I had all the phone numbers and addresses and everything and he says we need you to recruit some players to try out for the movie you know the movie company knew what they were looking for as far as the face but it was my job to try to bring some talent in some older guys that had played in the Muni League and everything so I did that and uh, we got through that and uh, uh, it's funny though one of the last days I had asked uh, Duke McGuire was going to try out a guy named Jimmy Mary, who I had played with on the Voyagers, and Joe Charbonneau, who was the American League Rookie of the Year, 1980. And uh, Mark Johnson and Barry uh, Levinson, the producer and director, said, no, we're done. We got uh, 
We're bringing Ed Cranepool in from New York and Ron Swoboda, two major leaguers who played for the Mets. And I said, so I got these three guys here. At least, let's at least get a look at them. Well, Duke McGuire's first. He hits one on the roof in right field. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Mary's next. He hits one over the wall in left field. I put Joe Charbonneau in. He oh. crushes the ball <laughs> to center field. Barry Levinson looked at me, and he says, you just saved us about $100,000. <laughs> but what happened was, and, and I thought once the ball players were picked, that was it, and I... They paid me, and I thanked them, and I was on my way, and they said, we'll see you next week. And I said, for what? They says, well, we want you to be on the New York Knights. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to go home and tell my wife and kids I'm going to be gone most of the summer, call Pittsburgh up. I'm going to take a leave of absence. But Tomolsky was, wasn't available. Huh? He wasn't available. Son he wasn't of a, available. Yeah, rich. Raj, neither were you. Yeah, but well. <laughs> the thing is, it, it was one of the greatest experiences in my life. I mean, you, you know, they used to talk about uh, – you know, fifteen minutes of fame, and 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 that was my fifteen minutes of fame. And I got to disagree with that, Anthony. Your fifteen minutes of fame was in the grand old game, as far as I'm concerned. Tell us quickly about the uh, All Star game, the grand old game. Yeah, I mean, what you don't consider catching for Whitey Ford part of your fifteen minutes of fame? Tell us quickly well, about that. What please. happened was after the movie The Natural, uh, Mike Bellani was the general manager of the Bisons, and the Bisons were hosting. Uh, the grand old game, which was uh, an old-timers game of uh, several Hall of Famers and everyone played in the major leagues. It was put out by the uh, Veterans Major League Players Association. Willie Mays, and, Ernie Banks, And I get a call from Mike Milani, and he says uh, two days before the game, and he says Bill Freehan, the longtime catcher of the Detroit Tigers, canceled out, and they needed a catcher for the American League. Would you do it? And I says, are you kidding me? Would I do it? <laughs> Let so, me get back to you on that yeah, one, right? So, so I'm going to catch for the American League in the old-timers game, and uh, I get invited to the dinner before. I'm at the table. My wife and I are at the table with uh, Bill Scalrin, Bobby Richardson, Whitey Ford, because they're in the American League, and, and we're, you know, Antonio Oliva, and uh, Mike Bellani introduces me as a catcher in the natural, and, you know, and, and these guys, and Tony Oliva comes over with a baseball and wants me to sign it for him. <laughs> and I, I, you're Tony Oliva. You know, long-time all-star for the Minnesota Twins. Brooks Robinson was also in that game. So the next day we go to play the game, and uh, I'm in a dugout, and I'm uh, Gene Mock is our manager, and I says, hey, Skip, now if they hit a foul ball, just kind of let it go. He says, what the hell are you talking about? You get everything you can. You think they're going to take it easy on him? Okay, these guys are serious. I walk over to Whitey Ford, and I go, Whitey, you're just going to throw, just lob the ball in? He looks at me and says, oh, no. He says, uh, if I rub the ball across, the glove across my chest, it's a curve. Everything else will be a fastball. Okay, these guys are serious about this, okay? So the game starts. Uh, you know, Whitey's throwing curves, and fastball's moving around and everything, and that's going pretty good. Okay. Uh, I get up. I, I'm facing Warren Spahn. There's a Warren Spahn throws a, you know, a pitch into me, and I hit a foul ball home run. Duke McGuire's on the radio says, I've never seen Kevin Lester hit a ball that far. <laughs> Next pitch comes right at me. He, he works on back. Drills me, tries to drill me. Next pitch, I hit a fly ball to center field. Willie Mays catches it, and a basket catch with his hat falling off. Wow. I'm blown it was away awesome. right now. And then about two innings later, Orlando Cepeda's batting, and he hits a foul ball, and I start running after it. It's between the first base dugout and first base and i'm gonna you know give it an effort and you know it's orlando cepeda longtime star for uh san francisco giants well i hear moose scour and saying lester go get it go get it 
I'm thinking, you know what? These guys are serious. I went and caught the ball. Orlando Cepeda, I start walking back towards home plate. Orlando Cepeda is standing there, looks at me, and he says, hey, they didn't come here to see you catch a foul ball. They came (laughs) here to see me hit. And then later in the game, this is when USA Today was in in its infancy. I'm sitting in the dugout, and the reporter comes over, and he says, uh, he says, he's interviewing me a little bit, and he says, how do you feel about sitting in this dugout with all these guys? I looked down the dugout, and I says, you know what? I feel like the Pope sitting with the 12 apostles. <laughs> and that quote was in USA Today uh, all over the country that day. But it was just great. It, it was, I had no idea the impact that would have on, for the next couple of years, the interviews I had. And, you know, and, and uh, matter of fact, I was telling uh, Tony recently that uh, last year I got a call from the fan in, in Toronto, 570 The Fan, they wanted to know all about the All-Star game, and they called me about the natural, and they've called me about some of the things I've done with the Buffalo Bison. So I guess it just keeps on going and going. Well, that's what I say. We almost didn't mention the uh, uh, grand old game, and that we would have been remiss yeah, if we yeah, didn't. Absolutely. Yeah. Kevin, I can't tell you how much fun it was to have you in studio today, and, and thank you for your outstanding career that you had at Will South well, and everything you've done for local baseball, and I'm sure the Diamonds will see you uh, throughout the years. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. That's our line, Kev. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll <laughs> see you next week with more Inside High School Sports. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.